One more time, folks. God has got to know that we are very much thankful. God with a price. He hung on the cross for you and I. Paid it all. Settled the sin question. Set you free. Healed every disease. I think we God deserves a round of applause. I think he deserves a round of applause. I think he deserves to be worshipped, to be appreciated. As we begin the year, we say, God, we thank you. We thank you for 2018. We are looking forward to 2019. With you by our side, we will make it. Amen. Almost a thousand people have lost their lives on South African roads. Almost a thousand. But we are here. We are here. Why? It is because of His grace. Maybe while I get excited, I greet all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Sometimes when you have missed people, you, you somewhat forget even to greet. Amen. But my heart is just full of gratitude to know that his hand was upon his children. Not even a single bad report we have received. And that is why we want to say, God, we thank you for preserving our lives. In the world. We thank you. Don't take these things for granted, folks. Uh, others are still on the road, some of the believers. And we say, may the angel of the covenant go before them, clear the roads, make sure that they arrive safely. Amen. Amen. We are very much happy as we begin the year. Amen. Maybe before I go, my friend, elder brother, uh, Pastor Matlangu, his daughter is getting married on the... On the 2nd of March, 2019, Abigail Matlangu, the venue will be at Soshanguve. Uh, I've got the map here. You just need to check with Jikons. I think that is where the elder brother got married. So let's go and support. It's an open invitation. Amen. So we'll go there and really support them. Amen. So I think you all know Abigail. Amen. God bless you richly. It is very encouraging to see young people uh, doing the right things, being the crown of the ministry, because we live during a time of rebellion. But when young people say, God first, such young people must be encouraged, supported, and be supported with prayers. Amen. Now, we are going to read a scripture. God bless you, Mutlavi Jr. 
I was told that we've got a new drama in the house. Doesn't it deserve a round of applause? Amen. This is where we need our children uh, to come and, and, and show what they can do. Amen. Amen. Uh, I think I was speaking to the other sister who was telling me that, Pastor, uh, we know we don't have a drama, but uh, can't we just be patient with our young ones? If they're making mistakes, we are their parents who will bear with them. Will you bear with them as they grow? Amen. Amen. I think they are, these are the right crop. Amen. Amen. Now, I see Elder Kadiwa and his wife in the building. God bless you richly. Amen. Appreciate you. I see the kids of Brother Pila are in the building. God bless you richly. Amen. Is Mom here? Oh, the mother to Brother Grace is here. I think she's there at the back. I can see a striking resemblance. Amen. Give her a round of applause. Amen. Amen. Brother Grace is teaching me French. Amen. Now, let's turn to the book of Joshua, chapter 3, from verse 1. I don't know. I think you, you, have, you have rested a bit over the festive season. We've got the energy we can read. Amen. How many were looking forward to church? Amen. God bless you, Rishi. Now, in the book of Joshua, chapter 3, verse 1, God bless you, Sister Greena. Good to see you. Amen. Joshua 3, verse 1, if you normally don't see her, she's in Middleback with it's good to have two sets of kids. You can visit the other ones. Amen. God bless you. Good to see you. Now let's read it in Joshua 3, verse 1. And Joshua rose early in the morning. And they removed from Shittim. And came to Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host and they commanded the people saying, when ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, you've got to see something. Before you move, you've got to see something. And the priest and the Levites are bearing it. 
Then he shall remove from your place. And go after it. The ark will not come where you are. You've got to go where the ark is. Yet there shall be a space between you and it. You see, God is God of specifications. About 2,000 cubits by measure. It's around about 914 meters, almost one kilometer. And come not near unto it, that he may know that he may know the way by which he must go. For ye have not passed this way here too far. How many agree we have not passed this way called 2019 before? Amen. But we're going to go into it. But our focus is going to be on the ark. What is the ark? The word of God. Amen. It's going to be a great year. Battles are going to be there, but we're going to win them all. Satan is going to try a lot of things, but we're going to beat him at his own game. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass over before the people. And they took the ark of the covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel. This is somebody's promise this morning. That they may know that. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. As I was with Brother Brenham, so I will be with the church. And thou shalt command the priest that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, when ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither, and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will, he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Havites, the Perizzites, the Gigashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. 
all challenges every month, God is going to clear them for you before you get to them. He knows this way. Amen. Now, brothers, if we can just bring what Brother Brandon spoke there. Uh, while you are standing, Maybe the other one, I'll come back to this one. The other slide. Brother Brenham was in prayer. Maybe we can repeat it. Bless us. us. May this new year dawn with new hopes. hopes. Bringing new thoughts. thoughts. New New revelations. New power. Oh, everything. May it be renewed to us again, Lord. Of thy blessings and promises. We commit ourselves with our prayer into thy hands. In the name of Jesus Christ. How many agree with the prophet? New thoughts, new revelations, new power, everything. Revelation can be new here, but it doesn't mean it's new up there. At least you get stumbled by that. It doesn't mean we're going to look for new revelations. Same old revelation will drop into this channel. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this morning. We have read the scripture. Believers are back here. And Lord, they saw it fit that as the first day of the year, Uh, The first Sunday of the year, they need to come to the house of the Lord. There's quite a lot that we are depending on you for in 2019. You preserved us in 2018, and once more, as we are ushered into 2019, we realize that it is another period of grace. We don't deserve it, but you have granted it to us. May it be used for your glory, dear God. May through whatever is going to happen in 2019, may even unbelievers look at us and say, surely the living God is among them. If there are things that are pending from the prior year, I know you'll resolve them. If there are diseases that were there in 2018, I don't expect us to carry them into 2019. There is a God who is a healer. And as the prophet said, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We commit everything and we thank you for our kids, dear God. Some have done very well at school. For that, we are thankful, dear God. And these believers this morning, many of them have got plans. There are things, as Brother Bram said, you created a human being to achieve. And as a result, they have come here to check that their aspiration must be in line with the word of God so that your name can be glorified in their lives as I commit them to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As you take your seats. Amen. I think the last message, Brother Mshave preached again on the principles of divine healing. It was quite a, a honey in the rock. Amen. How many were blessed by that? Uh, and then I traveled very well in Venda. Uh, we had other ministers there and were tremendously blessed. Amen. Now, when we were there, I made one minister laugh. 
uh, I had preached and they wanted me to preach again and I said I'm not preaching again let's get another one to preach and the minister said but you preached well why don't you just carry on I said no if you come to a place and you find me putting tiles and you admire the tiles you cannot say we don't need the builders anymore the guy who's doing tiles is so good we're going to concentrate on tiling. I say everyone in the body ministry brings their own specialty. How many agree with that? If you're going to be jack of all trades, you're going to mess up big time. Uh, let the plaster be a plaster. Let somebody that puts the roof, let them put the roof. And the tiler comes to put the tile. Amen. Because it is not for one man's glory. It is for the glory of God. How many agree that it is for the glory of God? Amen. Amen. So we thank God for everything as Brother Watt indicated, the support for the convention and everything that you have done in the last year. I want to speak on a time of consecration. A time of consecration. The word consecration, it means to set aside oneself for a service or for a greater purpose. That's what I want to speak on this morning, to set oneself aside for a greater purpose. Amen. Isn't it the case in your house if you've got a certain maybe glasses, you don't pick up a dirty glass and put a juice you need to make sure that you cleanse the glass and thereafter you put whatever you want to put. Is it, is it the case? Amen. So I want to speak about setting ourselves aside for a service or a greater purpose, but it is a time of consecration. That's what I want to speak on. Amen. Now, in the scripture that we have read, <clears throat> excuse me, it is immediately after Moses had died. Moses was no longer on the scene. Now Joshua rose and came onto the scene. And now God instructed Joshua to tell the people to set themselves aside, to consecrate themselves and put, because it was during a time where they were about to cross Jordan. Amen. Jordan was wider. Jordan was aggressive, Jordan was deeper, Jordan was stormy, but they had to cross Jordan. Are you still with me? It's amazing how God will bring you to a problem, but he doesn't expect you to run away from the problem. He expects you to face the problem head on, because God glorifies himself in us overcoming problems. Are you still with me? I believe that no one is intending to run away from problems in the building. Everyone wants to tackle problems head on. Can I get an amen on that one? We are not going to run away from problems. We're going to face them head on. Resolve them and glorify God and move forward. Why? Because we are not cowards. We are the Gentile mighty warriors. Amen. Now, then Joshua told them to set themselves aside and told them and commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest, the Levites, bearing it, 
then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. And my desire in 2019, I would like to see people being removed from their comfort zone. Hallelujah. Why? Brother Bram says we have lingered far too long and we are living below our God-given privileges. Uh, Are you still with me? No testimonies come from a comfort zone. Hallelujah. God wants people to step out of the comfort zone. So what I might say, I hope 2019 it will be church as unusual. Believers will look at the weight and want to actualize the weight in their lives. Amen. Amen. Now it says, and the priest, the Levites, bearing it, then he shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space of about uh, a thousand yards, which is 2,000 cubits, which works out to 914 meters, uh, that needs to be between you and the ark. Amen. Why? That he may know the way by which he must go. And I want to say, we don't know the way which we must go. No one has gone into 2019 and found out what is there. No one in the building can tell us what is going to happen next week, next month, next trimester, next semester. No one. We have not been down this road before. But we want to say we are not shaken because there is somebody that has gone through 2019 that knows the developments that are going to take place in 2019. And that person is none other than God himself. If there is a battle, I want to tell you, he knows about it. And it's the kind of God that brings solutions before problems arise. There was salvation before people can get lost. There was a healing before people can get sick. This God can do things in advance because he has been down this road before. I mean, I appreciate the God that has been down this road before. He knows what you are up against, but he he has capacitated you that no matter what, you are going to overcome. Are we together? All you've got to do, follow the ark. It is the word of God, the revealed word of God. Follow the ark. Brother Bram says, actually, everything that you need for the journey, it's already in you. I'll repeat that statement. Everything that you need for 2019, it is not coming from America. It is right in this building, in you as a believer. Are you still with me? And, uh, uh, and Brother Bram says, we need gallant men and women. Men that are not going to be discouraged. That can say, uh, I will not take no for an answer. If he did not answer yesterday, he will answer today. If he doesn't answer today, he will answer tomorrow. If he doesn't answer this week, he will answer next week. If he did not answer last year, he will answer this year. Because Abraham staggered not on the promises of God. And we are looking for Abrahamic city today that will never stagger on the promises of God. God is going to keep all his promises. I want to preach to Satan that God is going to keep all his promises. He is not going to bring you to a point where you are being shamed. God is going to bring you to a point where you are going to glorify his name. And say, Adonai, Jehovah, Jireh, 
you will be able to pre- keep on mentioning the names of God because he's going to do wonders. Joshua says tomorrow, God is going to do wonders among us. Let us set ourselves aside for a service. And I'm here to take the very promise and give it to the church that the same God that made a promise through Joshua is making a promise again. He is going to do wonders among you. Somebody will believe that. God is going to do wonders among you. Hallelujah. He's going to take some people here that are nobodies and he's going to bring them to a point where they are somebody. This is the God that specializes in impossibility. That is why I've got hope and I'm looking forward because there is something great in store for the children of God. Are you still with me? If you have been sick, you're going to get healed. There is still balm in Gilead. I believe there is still balm in Gilead. Hallelujah. Our God has not changed. Are you not happy to save an unchanging God in a changing time? But God does not change. He remains the same. Are we together? Keep your eye on the ark. Keep your eye. He will drive the Jebusites. He will drive out the Amorites. Hey, let me tell you, they are there. I'm not going to promise you any. This is a not motivational talk. There are going to be battles. Satan has prepared things there with your name tag. But you have come to the service so that the man of God can tell you that the same God that was with Joshua he is now with you. He will drive the Jebusites and the Amorites. He will clear the way for you. I'm looking for somebody that has got an expectation. Hallelujah. Somebody that knows and knows that God can do what he said he shall do. Brother, give me that quotation there. We're going to put God first. Because they put the ark first. We're going to put God first. I'm not here to tell you about 17 ways of being successful. It does not work. There is only one thing that I can say. Seek the kingdom of God. The rest shall be added unto you. I say the rest shall be added unto you. Your physical needs, your spiritual needs, your emotional needs, whatever need that is there, God will meet every need. But you will find God first. Are you still with me? This is another quotation, not this one. Brother Bram says in Ties and Spirits, paragraph 52, I want you to read this with me. I want a crowd participation this morning. Give me a preacher. Give me a Christian. Give me a housewife. Don't ever say I'm a housewife, I'm nobody. Hallelujah. God does not care about your background. Doesn't care about your station in life. Give me a housewife that's a Christian. Give me a housewife that's a Christian. Give me a farmer. Or a factory worker. Are you driving a forklift? There is a promise for you there. It's not only for the managing directors. Hallelujah. A factory worker, God has included you. Hallelujah. A factory worker. That will put God first in everything. I will show you a man who will be successful in the spite of all the devil can put on him. I believe the class that I'm reading about, some of them are in the building. 
They put God first and no matter what Satan will do, despite his attempts, they're going to be successful. That's the promise of the messenger filtered by the pillar of fire. You normally eat filtered water. This is a filtered by the pillar of fire. That God says you're going to be successful no matter what the devil does. If he puts your disease on you, he's not going to bring you down. You're going to make it no matter what because there is a promise that you will make it. How many believe that this morning? Are you still with me? Now, then it says, you have not, for you have not passed this way here too. And Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua speak unto the priest, saying, take up the ark of the covenant, pass over before the people. And they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. Now, let's come here. Brother Brum says, when they reached Jordan, it was around April. And it says, Jordan, during that time, it was stormy. And hear me out. When the, when the priest took the ark and went before the Israelites, and there was a space of 2,000 cubits between them, Jordan did not stop flooding as they were approaching Actually, the priest had to go in and a certain portion of them had to be wet. Why? There is a principle that you need to know. God will wait until the last moment to really check that you trust him. Because with God, he doesn't want you to do something while you've got plan B. Actually, he waits for plan B to fail, plan A to fail, plan C to fail, plan D to fail, plan Z to fail, until you say, God, no more plans. Then that, at that moment, he comes in, because if he comes in while you are thinking about plan B, and he does something for you, at least you come around and say, God, I'm not happy with the results. Had I managed to pull off plan B, I would be far. No. God allows you right at the last minute and check whether you've got the absolute confidence in him. Absolute trust, not just partial trust, absolute trust in him. Then when he sees that, then he steps in. Because why? He wants you to say, I glorify God. Not a degree. I glorify God. Not an employer. I glorify God. Not the economy, I glorify God. Not the intellect, I glorify God. Not the preacher, I glorify God. God wants us to come to our wit ends. Are you still with me? Now, Brother Brenham, in the message, it is normal as human beings when you transition from year to year, uh, There may be regrets that are there in 2018. Maybe you're sitting there and say, maybe I could have or I might have uh, done this this way or that way. Uh, And you're sitting there 
being regretful. Maybe you know, because as a human being, you can interrogate yourself. You know that in 2018, you did not measure up to the standards that either you have set or that the weight has set. Are you still with me? But Brother Brandon, there is a quote that is speaking here that I would want to quote him in the messages that I was with Moses. He says, I like that in paragraph 31. He says, for any good soldier is apt to get wounded or hurt, meaning apt, it is suitable, it is expected that when you are in a battle, the likelihood of being wounded or hurt is there. Hallelujah. There are certain wounds that are maybe there that were inflicted on you in 2018. Some wounds may be known, some may not be known. But Brother Bram says, for any good soldier is up to get wounded or hurt. But if he is still a soldier and has got a purpose. You see, you've got to be a soldier, not just a soldier, but have a purpose. And something to fight for. You've got to be a soldier, have a purpose, and have something to fight for. Brother Brown says he will rise and try again. I, I, I hope I'm speaking to people that are not about to give up. I'm speaking to people that have got a purpose. They've got something worthwhile that they are fighting for. And no matter what, if Satan comes and shoots you down, you will rise again and try again. And any good soldier of the cross will do the same. And to Joshua, the new commander of the army, after Moses, after Moses had passed on, seeing that God stayed with him in his mistakes, Seeing that God stayed with him in his mistakes. You want the mistakes of Moses? They were there. But God stayed with him despite the mistakes. Uh, Hallelujah. Uh, Brother Brenham said, I'm a man that has got mistakes. But God stayed with Brother Brenham with his mistakes. Uh, Are you still with me? And when I say mistakes, I'm not expecting somebody to correct Brother Brenham. I'm just watching. Brother Brenham says, no matter what Moses did, it was Moses' office that God respected. Hallelujah. This is the prophet speaking. No matter what Moses did, it was, it was, no matter what Moses has done, it was Moses' office that God respected. And I want to quote the very same thing. No matter what Brother Brenham did, it was the office that God respected. And if God respected the prophetic office, we've got to respect the prophetic office. Are you still with me? Joshua could not bank on the mistakes of Moses to become relevant. Are you with me? Great leaders, they don't, if you hire a person in a company and is a new manager, but he spend time, the rest of the time, looking at what the previous manager had done, what mistakes he had done, then you know that this guy has got no options, he's got no leadership agenda. Because somebody that has got a leadership agenda says, whatever they've done, I'm going to improve on that. He doesn't spend time criticizing, Joshua never spent time criticizing Joshua. Joshua never spent time criticizing Moses. 
Hallelujah. He still say Moses was the servant of God. And the Joshua ministry is here, which is the Holy Ghost ministry. It will not spend time saying, Brother Brenham made a mistake here. It will tell you that Brother Brenham was a man of God. Are you still with me? Now, they were supposed to approach Jordan. And Jordan was flooded during that time. And they took the ark. And the priest went in. And they were followed by the nation. And when they got there, the waters parted. And Joshua said a profound way. He says, as he parted the waters of the Red Sea, he is now, has now parted the waters of Jordan. What was happening? The same power that they had when Moses was around, they still possessed the same power. Are you still with me? They cannot sit there and reminisce and say, we remember during the time of Moses, this is how the Red Sea parted. No, they knew that he said, I am that I am, meaning he's the present tense God. What he did during the time of Moses, he will do during the time of Joshua. The same God that was with William Brenham, he's got to be here today doing exactly the same thing so that you and I can say the same God of William Brenham is here. Are you still with me? Not a new God. Elijah worshipped the same God of Elijah. The same power that was upon Elijah came upon Elisha. The same power that was on Moses came upon Joshua. The same power that was upon Christ was upon the disciples. The same power that was upon the prophet has got to be upon the church. Are you here, church? We are not here, we are not a, a dominant church. There is power that still needs to be tapped within the church of the living God. Are you still with me? Now, Brother Brandon continues in the message, God hiding himself in simplicity, paragraph 347. He says, when you surrender fully, when you surrender fully, he will come in fully. When you surrender fully, he will come in fully. Do you get to what I mean? And it says, but until you surrender, he can't come in fully. Brother says, surrender. Surrender your thoughts. Surrender your thinking. Surrender your life. Surrender your all. Surrender your prestige. Surrender everything to know him now. He will come and fill you with the Holy Ghost. That's what he's here to do. He's already struck two or three people here in the building. That's a direct quote. I hope this morning he has struck somebody in the building. Folks, when I read here, you had much better say, that's for me. You remember when Brother Brenham came, he said, Mr. Anderson, is now upon you. But Mr. Anderson was slumbering. He said, it passed you. Sister, now it's your turn. She received it. Are we together? That's why you cannot be in church and slumber. You've got to say, God, what are you going to say to me? What are you going to change in my life? Are you still with me? There is more than that. Wanting the Holy Ghost. Just keep believing glory to God. Humble your own thinking Humble your ways. Then in the message, the token, he says, when you fully obey the word of God, in full surrender to it, you are entitled to the token. When you fully obey the word of God, and in full surrender to it, you are entitled to the token. You know what the token entitles you to? You can claim your children under the token. 
You can claim every promise under the token. But for you to be able to have a full access or entitlement to the token, Brother Bram say, there's got to be a full obedience to the word of God. A full surrender to the word of God. I hope somebody this morning may come to a point and say, God, I want to challenge you in 2019. I am going to completely surrender myself to your weight. I will do my part. I want to see whether you will do your part. And if you come surrender fully, he comes fully. Are you still with me? Now, in the message, a total deliverance. Paragraph 49, I think Brother Shitsindi touched on this when he was here. He says, just like you, if you are a Christian, God doesn't make any halfway Christians. Can somebody say amen to that? God doesn't make halfway Christians. God makes complete Christians. God doesn't make halfway preachers. But the preacher can be halfway. And God makes his children Christians. But sometimes they are halfway. But it's not God's intention for them to be that way. It's their own ways God mixed up with the plan of God for their life. That's what makes them the way they are. God doesn't want them to be halfway Christians or halfway preachers. He wants them to completely stand in the bridge. And I want to say this morning, God doesn't want us to be halfway. Hallelujah. He wants us to be whatever he has promised. He wants us to be completely what he said we will be. Are you still with me? Now, with this one, we're going to read it together. The same message, brother, just moved to paragraph 77. You are doing very good there. Amen. There we go. Shall we read it together? If our hearts condemn us, us. we want a complete deliverance. deliverance. You can say it with me with enthusiasm. We want complete deliverance. We don't want to be a halfway church. Let House Tabernacle, we don't want to be a halfway church. We want to be a real church or no church at all. You remember when Moses faced Pharaoh, he said, either we are going all of us or we are not going at all. We don't want a partial deliverance. We want a complete deliverance. And as we get into 2019, I'm provoking some of you and say, God, I'm tired with half-done jobs. I'm tired with half-done deliverance. I'm tired with half-done healings. I want a complete healing. I want a complete deliverance. Are you still with me? We want to be a real church or no church at all. We want to be real Christians or no Christians at all. We want total deliverance from our habits. We are not going to be like a dog that returns to its vomit. No, sir. We want total deliverance from our habits. We want to overcome our habits. 
are you here? I, I'm, I, I hope you are saying, I don't want to be halfway. We want total deliverance from our habits. From our sins. From our evil thinking. From our evil doing. Somebody say, Brother Madi, we have never done anything wrong. Let me tell you something. Unbelief has always been there. Hallelujah. Now we say, from our negligency. Whatever we have done. We want a total deliverance. So that when people come into this church. To be prayed for. There will just be this little group. Maybe not over a hundred or two. Sitting here. But they will be completely in the hands of God. This is our greatest desire in 2019. We want to be completely in the hands of God. Are you still with me? And it says, and when we pray, then God will hear from heaven. Why? We don't just want to come here and have someone and sing and go home. We are not interested in routines anymore. We want when we pray, heaven must respond. How many say when we pray, we want heaven to respond? In our times of need, we want God to be responsive to our needs. Are you, but for us to get to that, those heights, we've got to fully surrender ourselves. And actually, if any child of God in the building can fully surrender themselves to the Almighty God, they will never live below their God-given privileges. I tell you, there will be avenues that will open. God wants to bless you. But he wants you to fully surrender to him first. Not to a preacher, to him alone. Completely surrender yourself. Surrender your thoughts. Surrender your habits. Surrender your life. Surrender your heart. Then God comes down and he will do things. And he will amaze you. Because he's a paradoxical God. Are you still with me? What, what am I, I hope the church understands. We are not looking for another ministry from America. Whatever we need, it's available in, this, in the building right now. We don't need a new preacher. We don't need a new doctrine. But we need a fully surrendered heart to the almighty God. To be able to open a channel of blessings. I don't know whether people are here. God is more than ready to do things in your life. But he wants you to fully surrender to him. Are you still here? Brother Abraham said it it makes God happy for us to break about him. And correct friend, you don't break about useless people. You break about people that have done something worthwhile. And your prophecy, God wants us to break about him. And I say in 2019, I'm going to break about him. And actually not in turn, I had much better start in this service breaking about God. And as we're breaking right now, lives have been lost on the road. But we are sitting here. What happened? There was no demon that was able to take us until God's purpose in our life was fulfilled. Are you here, church? 
there are many things that you can be thankful for God for. And in this church, I've taught you many a time, you've got to be able to rejoice and glorify him before he does things to show that you've got confidence that at the right time, he shall do those things. I, I need to believe us with the foresight. I need to believe us that I've got a complete confidence in the almighty God. That know that our God is going to do it. Oh, if you have lived a life of mediocrity in 2018, it's your own fault. It's not the pastor's fault. It's not the deacon's fault. It's your own fault. Brother, I'm going to say the right mental attitude. Not the pastor, not the sermon. The right mental attitude towards any divine promise of God will make it come to pass. You've got to change your attitude, folks. And I say as we get in 2019, change your attitude. I was listening to somebody speaking about the lion and the eagle and mentioning that when you look at the lion and the eagle, when you look at the lion, the lion is not the biggest animal in the field. The elephant is more bigger than the lion. The lion is not the heaviest animal in the field. The hippo is more heavier than the lion. But what it makes the lion to be so unique? Attitude. It knows that when I roar, every animal must know that the king of the jungle has roared. No one, God never said lion, you are a king of the jungle. But the lion identified his position. And with that position, had an attitude that wherever I am, I'm the king of the jungle. No one ever said the eagle is the king in the air. But the eagle knew that there is no other bird that can go to the heights where I can go. It's a matter of attitude, folks. This morning, I don't know what 2019 holds for you, but your attitude will determine what comes out of it. And my attitude says, our God is more than able to do it. And this morning, I commit everything to him. He shall do it. I hear people. We are not going to be mediocre Christians with long faces, with crying, no say. We are either going to be a church or no church. Either we're going to be Christians or not Christians at all. Either we're going to be preachers or not preachers at all. Either we're going to be musicians or no musicians at all. In 2019, we are not going to do anything half-hearted. I said we're going to pour ourselves into it if we really mean it. If we are husbands, we're going to be real husbands. If we are wives, we're going to be real wives. Not halfway. Are we here? The devil loves half-done jobs. But I say, I hate half-done jobs. And God hates half-done jobs. And you had much better hate half-done jobs. We are looking for total deliverance. I assure that they must be totally delivered. Can I get an amen here? Our children must be totally delivered. Are we here? Everyone that comes to this church must be totally delivered. You cannot go to the same struggle anymore. I'm here. We are breaking all the chains. We are breaking all the cycles. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because my prophet preached about it. Hey, you are not going back to the same struggles anymore. This is a time of elevation, better revelation, new hope, new season. Are you here? I hope somebody hears me and say, Brother Mary, you know, you know, if you can have somebody have a burning desire and say, Now I see it, and now this is for me, you're gonna see a change. 
in somebody's life. Are we together? He says, when we pray, don't be tired on me. When we pray, then God will hear from heaven. God wants somebody that he can get hold in his hands. Somebody that he can say, I've got confidence in. I can send this one, my sixth servant, to Lighthouse Tabernacle at Imalachim. That group of people are in one accord. Something will happen. In 2019, we're going to be in one accord. Nothing is going to divide us. We're going to be in one accord. Yes, my brother made mistakes. Yes, but I love him anyhow. My sister made mistakes, but I love him anyhow. My brother wronged me. Satan, I forgive him even before he asked forgiveness. This is the age of maturity. It's not an age where I look for the brother and say, hey brother, you see what he has done to me. Nonsense. We've got no such time in 2019. This is a time when we go together and say, our brother is in trouble. Let's lift him out of the pit. Are you saying we're going to stand together or we're going to fall together? I hope we are together here. Brother, in the message, the church and its condition, he preached this on the 5th of August, 1956. It touched me because he was speaking about certain Canadian people, especially in those cold areas. Let's just paragraph six. When he speaks about them, he says, and so they are very loyal to go to church. Ah, this one we're gonna read it together. And so, and so they are very loyal to go to church. Folks, when you go to churches, you don't go for the pastor. You don't go for the deacons. It is your personal business. No matter how cold it is, they will wrap up in a blanket and sit on a bobsled bob, bob and sit on a bobsled and drive the horse for 30 miles. To get to go to church. They will walk through the snow drifts. And everything else. Young and old. They all group together. One family gets the other. And they start walking and they go. It is the sacrifice that they make. Is what causes them to get so much out of the service. It is the sacrifice that they make 
That makes them to get so much out of the service. You have to really get down and do something that hurts real bad. I know I'm losing half of the church now. You have to really get down and do something that hurts real bad. And have to lay aside some things. And stop the work. And do this or that. To get to go to church. And show God that you love him. And, when, and, and you make a sacrifice to go. Is then when you get something out of it. After the sacrifice, uh, yes, after the sacrifice, that makes it for you to get something out of it. When there are no sacrifice, no rewards. Uh, are you still with me? Uh, but, uh, right now as we are speaking, we have come, some, some travel long distances quite friendly to get here. Some are not in a good health condition even to come to the service. There's a lot of challenges. I, I know a brother that once said, look, tell me, um, I've got so much money, uh, but I'm going to give my offering, because it was a 20 rand note, but he says I need five rands from that 20 rand so that I can go to home after church. Is it really allowed that I can ask the trustees to change? I'm, to, I'm showing you that some person, as the Sunday collection is moving, somebody has got to make a decision on their feet that what must I do? Do I let go of this very last note, knowing that I've got no means of transport? So that means that they woke up coming here knowing that the chances of them getting money to go home is not there. Are you still with me? I, I'm, I'm showing, I'm painting a picture of the length and the, the distance some people would want to make in order for them to come to the same. Not everyone is coming here just to have a jolly good time. Some people, it's a matter of life and death for them. Some people, they decided that Satan, no matter what you do, I'm going to the house of the Lord. So it behooves us as ministers that when we minister to such people, we had much matter mean business. It behooves us as musicians that when we sing for such people, we had much better mean business. Because your song can save somebody's life. Are you still with me? Your atmosphere can say, you may not be in need, but the person sitting next to you, you don't know what they are going through. Maybe you are the very person that God has anointed to stand in the gap for them. Are you here, people? And that is why, when you are a serious, being a, when you are a Christian, it means business to be a Christian. Because through you, God can save lives. Through you, God can change directions of lives. Are we together? But you've got to be fully surrendered. Amen. Brother Bram was effective because he was fully surrendered. Amen. He was sensitive to the voice of God in his life. Are we together? And I'm saying in 2019, let's shut down other voices. Amen. There are voices of negativity. They must be shut down. Amen. There are voices of slander. They must be shut down. The only voice that must be audible to a believer, it must be a still small voice. Because the still small voice will never mislead you. Are we together? 
I hope we are together. Amen. Now, Brother Brahma in the message, dedication. Paragraph 91. He says, God fills his temple. At the day of dedication, he fills his temple. He fills it with himself. The same thing today, God will fill every temple that will thoroughly dedicate itself to him, any persons that will. The temple is not this little building. When I say we consecrate ourselves, I'm not referring to the physical structure. I'm referring to you as a temple of God. We set ourselves aside for the service and say, God, come and fill me with yourself. He says, the temple is not this little building here. The temple is not the one in Salt Lake City. The temple is not the one in Rome. The temple is you. You are the temple that God wants to dwell in and express himself through it that all nations might know him. You are living images of God that God wants to work through. And any time that any man or any woman will forget all the falsehood that they have had in the world and come back to the line of the scripture and will keep in line. Brother Brenham, he goes further in the same message. He says, then God will come down and fill you with his Shekinah Lord. And I say in 2019, let us allow him to fill us with his Shekinah Lord. Let us be the containment of the almighty God. That if God needs legs to walk, he uses your legs. If he needs to shake somebody's hand, he uses your hand. But you must be able and you must be available for that. Are we together? And let me tell you something. This message will deliver the results. Don't ever be shaken by what Satan is promising you. This message will produce the results. Brother Brum says God is depending on us to surrender ourselves. Then he will come and achieve the results in your life. Are we together? And don't go into 2019 uh, with, with, with a mentality of doom, expecting that things are going to go wrong. If you expect that, you're going to get exactly that. I'm not going to expect that Satan is going to come and cause commotion. He will come, but he will not succeed. Are you still with me? Why? Because the angel of the covenant is going before me. Joshua, he had an angel that was going before him. Moses had an angel that was going before him to clear the way for him. And this morning I want to say, no matter the obstacles that are there, God is going to clear the way for you. You, God needs you to absolutely have confidence in you. Maybe things never worked out in 2018. You tried this, you tried that, it never worked out. But this 2019, I say, try God. Try God, you will see things. As Pastor Chitini said, the elements will come together. God will strategically put people in your life. People that you wonder, where did she come from? Where did he come from? They were put by God there to bring you to your destiny. I'm saying things are not going to happen by a sheer coincidence. God is going before us. And 
it doesn't mean that Joshua had all the answers. There was a time he looked at the city of Jericho. And when he looked at it, it was a fortified city. And he wondered, how are we going to overcome Jericho? He did not have the military strategy. He did not have the know-how. But one thing that he had, a complete confidence in God. And he began to walk around. That afternoon as he was walking around, then he sees a man. And when he sees a man, he took out his sword. He said, are you with us or against us? And the man announced himself and said, Hold on, you are standing on a holy ground. And Joshua remembered, Moses was told, you are standing on a holy ground. That means the same one that was with Moses was now here with Joshua. And he says, I am the captain of the Lord's host. And Joshua took off his foot, uh, his shoes, and he kneeled down. Now we together. And he says, here is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. You're going to go around Jericho. The first day you're going to go around Jericho once. The second day for the seventh, until the seventh day. On the seventh day, you go once. You go twice. You go seven times. Then the walls of Jericho will fall. I can imagine Joshua coming to tell the people that I met God. And God says, we don't have to do much. All we've got to do, we want the musicians to go before us. We want the ark to go before us. And they need to go around Jericho. And we will be blowing our trumpet. And they must have said, such a ridiculous military plan. I'm saying, a weak plan with God, it becomes a stronger plan. And a stronger plan without God, it's a disaster. And they, they listened to Joshua. And they went around Jericho. And every, every group, brother says every congregation has got three kinds of believers. I believe some have been murmuring. Are we now being fools now? We are now walking. We don't even know why we are walking. But some they knew the same God that was with Moses is now with Joshua. The same power that was with Moses is now with Joshua. They had full confidence. They went around. They went around on the seventh day. They went around. And on the seventh time, the walls of Jericho came down. And I'm saying, you take God at his weight. I don't care what walls were there, but walls in 2019 are going to crumble. A wall of disease is going to crumble. A wall of of unbelief is going to crumble. All walls are going to crumble. You take God at his weight. God will never embarrass you. I say God will never embarrass you. He will never make you live for him and embarrass you. No, say, he will make you to testify to your enemies. They themselves shall come to you and say, we never thought it can be done. But by the grace of God, we can see somebody is upon your life. Then you can say, great is he that is in my life than the one that is out in the world. Are you here? We're not going to lose our young people. Some of them will be going to varsity. Sister, don't worry. Brother, don't worry. You can control your child by remote control. A heavenly remote control. Even when they are there on the school campus and they've got bad friends, some friends will just change for them and say, you, we don't want to talk to you. We don't want to be your friends. And then she wonders, why is everybody treating me funny? No, it is mommy all the way, hundreds of kilometers. She's applying the token, and the token will work anywhere, anytime. 
it is never limited by geography. Folks, I don't know whether I'm here with you. We are not going to expect to produce failure. Our children are not going to go wrong. Our marriages are not going to go wrong. Our spiritual lives is not going to go wrong. Why? God is with us. And if he's with us, if he's for us, who can be against us? I want to say, hell, even if it can stand against us, it shall never prevail. Somebody must help me say amen to that because I believe that. Even if hell can be emptied upon your family like an empty sack, there is the word of God. And Brother Abraham said the word of God will defeat Satan anytime, anywhere, and under any condition. Do you believe that, folks? Under any condition. Whether you've got people supporting you or not supporting you, as long as you've got the word, the word will defeat Satan anywhere, anytime, and under any condition. And actually, I think this is a time where we need to go into the devil's camp and provoke him right on and say, we are the children of the most high God. We serve none other than the God that recognizes no other God. The God that was there before there were other gods. The God that was there before there were planets. He is our God. I'm I'm presenting the track record of God. He will never fail you. I say, he will never fail you. Satan is busy whispering to you. I say, he will never fail you. Young man, he will never fail you. Young woman, he will never fail you. He is not a failure and is not about to be a failure in your life. He has never failed any servant of his. He is not going to fail you. But he needs you to give your life to him. And say, God, I've got confidence in you. I will live for you. Give me a factory worker. Give me a housewife. Give me a preacher. Give me a young woman. Give me a young man that can put God before everything. I will show you a man that will succeed no matter what the Satan does. This is 2019. I'm preaching to some people that are Jebusai, but we're going to bulldoze our way. I say we're going to bulldoze our way. You know a bulldozer? It crushes everything that is on its way. There's going to be young sisters that will be bulldozers. Satan, you cannot make my house your playground. She will be a bulldozer. Young men that are going to be bulldozers. That will look Satan and Satan, I've got no time for this nonsense. I'm a son of God set aside for the service of the almighty God. I'm not a halfway Christian. And this church must not be a halfway church. We cannot bring the sick in and the sick out every Sunday. Then let's close the church. If it's not serving the purpose, close it down. But I say, there is enough power. There is enough voltage. Oh, Brother Bram said the church is getting into those greater heights. 
where the sick will be healed by the weight. I don't need to lay hands upon you. Brother Ben said that is a Jewish tradition. But under a gentle dispensation, a gentle faith, he says, don't come to my house. I'm not aware that you come to my house. But right where you are, you can speak the word. Things will change right there. And I'm saying right now, I don't need to lay hands upon you and say, God bless you in 2019. You take God at his way and say, no matter what, I am blessed, I'm protected, I'm led, I'm guided by the almighty God. 2019, we want sisters that will bring the head of Goliath to church with blood trail behind them and say, Pastor, hey, I met this Goliath. He was trying one, two, three. Um, for, forgive me. Here is his head. Are, are, are you here? Giant slayers. Because the time of Joshua is not a time of cucumber. It's not a time manna rains out of heaven. You eat the fruits of the land. Whatever you need, you need to fight for it. I'm not going to say here and say receive, receive. You've got to fight for it. You've got to consecrate yourself and set aside yourself for it. Are you here? It, it is on your shoulders. You hear me, brother? It is on your shoulders. And God will make things work together. I was telling them in Venda, I say, you are such a humble church, but one thing that you've got to know, whatever Venda needs is right in this church. Pastor, you're the pastor of this community. Whatever troubles the community, you will have a solution, Pastor. Because Brother Musi, when God calls a man, he makes him the pastor of the community. I said, Pastor, let me tell you something. Drunkards that are in this city are, you, are under you. Everything that happens here is under you. But the problem is that we don't recognize it. If you are a son of God in an area, Satan must never do something without seeking authorization. If it happens, you must say, God, did he get an authorization to do what he's doing? Job could not be bothered until Satan got an authorization that this man, I need to go and sweat them. God says, you can go. But when he went, God went into Job and hid himself in Job. Became the, the mystery of the inner space to confuse activities in the outer space. And I'm saying, God can come and hide in you and things will begin to happen. In 2019, don't allow little devils to undermine you. Don't, don't share space with them. When you walk in, they must walk out. Why? Because you've got power. You are in duty with power from above. And in 2019, we've got to tell the world, silver and gold we have none. But such as we have, we give it to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up and walk. Are you still with me? We are going into it with solutions. Not with complaints, with solutions. Knowing that we are the people that the scripture spoke about for this hour.
God bless you richly as we say. travel, it's exciting to travel. When I was in Venda, the whole bandit was sisters. And I asked the pastor, Varkhanan <laughs> Hirzo. Then the pastor said, it's easy, pastor. I went to town. I bought the sounds, the instruments. And I said, to whoever wants to play must avail themselves. One sister took the piano. Hallelujah. The pastor's wife took the bass guitar. Another sister is busy with drums. Another sister is busy with lead guitar. Oh, you should hear them play. You'll think that it is third exodus play. I'm definitely, I'm serious. Then I realized these are the people that realize that we are not going to be in vendor and wish that we could be elsewhere. Yeah. We can be here and make the best out of what we have here. Amen. Does it bless them? Surely it does. Yes. The problem is that if you delegate so much, you're going to be disappointed. If God called you, never delegate your calling. I said never delegate your... If you are a sister or a pianist, don't sit there and say the brothers. No, 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 no. Come, play. Isn't the young man playing nicely? It was Wednesday night, or it was Saturday after the youth service. I was sitting there. I heard him play. I went to call his dad. I said, this boy is playing. Can he play one more time? Then I told brothers, Freddie, I said, we're going to take a risk. We're going to get the young men to play. When I listened to the recordings, I had to phone brother Freddie. I said, are you really sure there was no other drum? He says, exactly him. I said, God is amazing. I wonder. I wonder how many more talents are sitting there dormant because people are afraid. This church is the right church to try things because we love when people make mistakes. It means that they are doing something. And if you remain with your talent and you don't use it, at the day of judgment, you are the one that is going to account. God will say, I give you a song, you never sang it. I give you a skill, you never utilize it. Like the people that hid their talents and buried them. Are we together? Are you here, musicians? 2019, we don't want halfway musicians. We want full musicians. God bless you, Rishi, as we stand up. I'm a son. Brother Andrew, 
as you come to wrap up in prayer for us, sister.
Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shall we bow our heads and pray? Oh Lord God Almighty, Lord Jesus Christ, we are so thankful this morning. Father God Almighty, it is as it was at the beginning of the Exodus. They started by taking communion. And the prophet teaches us that communion is to talk to. Father God Almighty, you have been talking to us. Lord, you have anchored us in your word. It is by that, Lord God Almighty, that we can go out against all the Hittites and the Hevites and the Jebusites. Father God Almighty, and we can say it is written, Thou art not in this place. To hinder us in anything that we want to do. Dear Lord God Almighty, we want to thank you this morning that you have given us the power, you have given us the strength to fight against each and everything that is in our way. Lord God Almighty, we are also instructed at that time that there was no living in their lives. There was no living in the food that they took. There was no living in that communion. Father, in the same way, there ought not be any living, being it, be it Hittites, be it Hivites, Lord, be it envy, be it malice in our hearts. Father, we pray, may they all be removed, that we can move into this new year, Lord Jesus Christ, and move into perfection. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, for anchoring us in your word. Heavenly Father, we are now partakers of that heavenly manner. Lord, with the strength of that food, may we get into this year. Strengthen us, Lord Jesus Christ, that we might live for you. Come and help us, Lord God Almighty, and may you bless each and every one of us, Lord, and may you bless our pastor, Lord, may you even restore the strength that has gone out of him, that, Lord, we can continue to be fed of thee in like manner. We pray, Almighty God, that you will be with us from this day on right through to the end of the year. Lord, as it was with the children of Israel, until each and every one of them had taken their position in the promised land. Lord, we are inviting you now that as we go, Lord, may you also go with us, Lord, until we meet again, we pray, asking for your blessings in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We are depending on the power from above. Amen.
you, Lord Jesus. for 2019 as the prophet say may God bless you physically spiritually materially and in every sense may your heart's desires be realized in 2019 but put God first if God is on your side there is nothing that will derail God's purpose in your life let it be a blessed year for you and your family and let it be fulfilling in all aspects God bless you richly. Give us a song till we see you on Sunday. We will commence with midweek service next week, but it does not stop you on Wednesday. Have family prayers, and then Sunday we'll meet again. The next week, after that, the other week, then we'll start. But this week, no midweek service. We'll meet on Sunday. God bless you.
Amen. I'm thankful.